Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, you know, if you follow me on social media, you know that I uh, live on a farm. I got a lot of animals, goats, pigs, horses, miniature horses, alpacas, chicken. What am I forgetting? I think we're about to get a couple of tiny little uh, sheep. I got this place in the 80s and, uh, you know, a kid growing up in the city, I just really started to connect a lot with animals and, and with nature and I for some reason developed this love of horses and that was really what brought me to buy this piece of property back in 1983 but I find that when I start caring for another creature it really helps me to kind of recenter my days and I think that spending time certainly in lockdown around living breathing animals and connecting with them was incredibly helpful uh and to this day my wife and i will just say oh wow you know uh we haven't been down to hang out with the animals today and we'll just go and sit there and just i don't know do little it up and you know hang out with them and uh it can be a very very therapeutic moment the fabulous Amanda Seyfried is our guest today on the podcast, and she also lives on a farm, and I really love this person, and I love that she is so compassionate for all creatures. Apparently not male ducks, however, but a little bit more on that later. So if you love animals, lean in and listen up. I'm glad you're here. Amanda, thank you so much for being here. It's so good to see you. As I've told you multiple times, I admire you so much for your chameleon-like work. A lot of us are pretty good at doing maybe one thing and maybe two. And I'm talking about some of our greatest, greatest performers. But you are someone who really, really, truly does disappear into all sorts of different kinds of parts, as well as all sorts of different kinds of genres of 
movie. I mean, you really, your, your career has been completely unclassified. And I just wondered if, when, when you start out, you were really young, right? And you start to do this thing where you're going to, you know, become somebody else. Was it in your mind to try to have the kind of career, to try to explore the different kinds of uh, uh, variety of parts that you have been able to? No, it was, here, listen, here's the thing. You said amazing things. I, I, I really appreciate all everything that, your perspective on my my acting is 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 really um meaningful because you you have continued to bring bring any kind of refreshing angle or take to any new character you always find something different to do it's never boring you're never one thing it's it's that kind of career that like most people want you're able to bend yourself in ways that you know, people wish they could, and I try to do. And I think the answer to that question is that I was, I, I very deliberately wanted to bend myself as much as possible when I was younger so I didn't fit into any mold or I didn't let the industry put me in any mold because it was super mm -hmm. easy to do to a young blonde girl next door. Sure. And then I was like, and then it, but it was totally this movie, Chloe, that I think got people in the within the industry like producers and actors and casting directors to see that I was kind of pushing my own boundaries and they were like okay mm -hmm. and that creates trust maybe not with everybody but with enough people so they can start seeing me in other ways you know it's a little harder for women it seems to Definitely. get out of that box yeah I mean I think everything is harder for when in, in our industry for women but I also think that you make a very good point which a lot of people don't really necessarily get unless they happen to choose this life and that is that people really would rather have you do the same thing especially if that thing that you've done has been successful you know first time I was in a successful movie uh they just wanted to find pretty much the same movie for me to do again but they weren't sequels they were just in that same sort of pocket and uh, pushing back against that sometimes is it, it's a couple of things. Number one, it is uh, without even knowing it, it's pretty risky, you know, because you're not you're not leaning towards the uh, the money really. You know, you're leaning towards something that satisfies you creatively. But you know, I think that you've really been able to do that. And also, as I pointed out. Uh, across all kinds of genres. I mean, comedy and musicals and horror and dramas and, and you know, real, uh, uh, you know, what do they call it? Rip from the headlines type characters and, and, and all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, um, it really is amazing. Now, is there, we've probably discussed this before, but is there one thing that's at the top of the list when you look through that giant pile of scripts that come uh, via um, e email to you, just just you don't even have enough room on the hard drive for all those PDFs. Yeah, and, just mountains, man. I mean, is it is there one? Is there one? Is it you know direct director, star, whatever? It's director. It's totally mm -hmm. director. And if it and if it's not a if it's somebody who's very new to the industry or new to directing or at least somebody that we we haven't seen before. 
it's it's the script it just has to happen there's got to be something incredibly interesting about the character and what the character goes through even if it's just me on my own in a short film just if 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 this person has a true vision and and an incredible an incredibly like fascinating story or at least grounded or at least realistic story then mm-hmm. i'm i'm in but you do so many other things besides uh this acting stuff what have you been um busy with since we've been on strike uh well when the pandemic hit we were all kind of at a standstill in every industry of course everywhere so my creative brain was still churning out like fiber art as it does because i can't stop but with Mm. fiber art you can only do so much and you're always stuck in your little bubble um on the couch or wherever you are and explain to explain to those people that might not know what fiber art is oh just anything you can make with yarn really yeah yeah because i've seen you fiber arting on (laughs) on a set before and i did i didn't even know that there was that 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 was the thing anything that could be done with yarn yeah i was i know i was in a i was very deep into weaving when we were working together it's just uh and and knitting of course but but i i needed i my friends and I, my friends who don't aren't actors, aren't in, in the, this business at all, we grew up together. And so we started this business that, God, starting a business is hard. Mm. And also doing something to create, to generate money also feels weird because when you, I'm usually working with organizations, ch- charities, um, working to, to, to generate money from investors to donate to a certain cause. And this mm-hmm. felt different because I'm... <laughs> The cause is our product, and so it's very different. And I, I'm used to using myself as a marketing tool to get people to donate to these very specific organizations, like War Child, Best Friends, Inada. And I think with starting a business, I was so, I mean, it was all mine. We, we, we started it together, the three of us, so we were all founders, and we were all, what we say goes, we're all so in control of what we were building, and we really believed mm-hmm. in it. Um, and so that was just weird. It's kind of a new path. Because you were out there looking for investors, looking for seed money to, to get going. We never did that. We actually mm-hmm. kept it all in-house between us. Mm-hmm. That was really great. But it's still weird to try to get people to buy your product. Mm-hmm. But, but I do believe in it, and it is amazing. But it is like I did. I started a business. I started a business, and that's what it is. And This is make it cute, right? Make it cute. And we have a charitable, yeah. like, um, factor to like it's it's you know we're trying to we are in the sustainable business and it's really great to network and connect with other people that are like-minded and in this generation where we're we're trying to buy less for our kids and when we do buy things we want to buy things that are recycled and we want to we want to be responsible with as consumers because we are you know we're always going to be in this capitalist society so why not create something that is does less damage to the world? And we're doing that. But at the at the core of it, I really like designing playhouses. Okay. Yeah, tell us about the product though, because I I, I I I just I just saw it and it, it looks really super. Do you cool. want one? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't have. I don't. Don't I need little kids? <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, we are gonna do. We are gonna make a smaller version for animals because people are 
People have been asking us. And it was always my design. My friends are like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, we must. Because I've got uh, my sin. I've got my dog. And yeah, it's uh, it's made out of cardboard. And you can mm-hmm. call it corrugate. But the layperson says cardboard. And people are like, well, your our kids make stuff out of cardboard all the time. And unfortunately, we've got these massive like boats that look like crap. And don't they don't want to throw them away. So why not make something that's incredibly easy to use i mean it's, it folds up so mm-hmm. it's made from recycled well cardboard is recycled has to be 50 percent at least and they're playhouses right and they're playhouses you just it's three little pieces there's no assembly you just i mean you do have to assemble it but it's just three pieces and you just pop it open and you put it in and put the roof on and then you're done so what was the genesis of that idea i mean well, how did that what, what what made you even think about there that was a hole I'm, in the I'm guessing marketplace. It, a hole in the marketplace do your partners have kids too? Yeah, we all have kids at the Cause, same. Because you have two kids. How old are the kids now? Uh, six and a half and three. Mm-hmm. And there's our six and a half and four. And we were all pregnant with our first the same time. We all like went on vacations together. We've been best friends since we were five. Oh wow! And they all have different like experiences. Like Maureen was um, a physician's assistant. She still is, and uh, and uh, quit her job when she had kids. She. Is a, has a very good business sales mind, and um, she's also incredibly design forward, and just we have similar tastes, and we just were like, we need to, we don't, there's no, you're, Anne was building these playhouses out of all these, these this refrigerator box, and there were double wall, which is, a box is normally like an Amazon box, it's like one wall, mm-hmm. and it breaks down easily, and it's great, but um, she was building them with extra shingles and she was painting them with fair one ball colors and everything that we love to see in our own homes and she's like this is where I throw all the toys in at night and this is how I have my zen back with all these kids crappy toys sorry it's junk a lot of it's junk and um and then we were like this is there's nothing like this there's nothing cute all the to- all the playhouses if they're cardboard they're a pain to put together and they're not nice looking at all and plus uh, i love that you're not using plastic because you know that's that's one of the tough that's a whole other conversation about you know our overuse of plastic and and what's more single use than a a playhouse once your kid you know grows out of it and that's just a a lot that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff that's gonna gonna never break down it doesn't break down there's a lot of like different materials that aren't plastic you know those those um there's canvas tents and stuff it takes at least an hour to put together they're very some of them are insanely expensive the kid craft stuff is great for outside our product is not outside but it's just like it it, it was a giant hole in the market we're like i don't want to build i don't want to build that i I want that Mm. i don't want to build i want someone to do it for me and i don't want to have any butt clenching when i'm at the checkout in online i just I because we, we we were doing market research too when we started our business we had to buy all of them and I mean it was it was stressful because we knew what we needed to do we we but we needed help making it we needed engineers we needed um, cardboard companies people that worked with this material we did it all on our own and then we met somebody who this Robert who actually created green toys him and his partner created mm-hmm. green toys which is all those really cool trucks made out of plastic milk jugs but they, so it looks like pl- plastic it's durable like plastic but it's not oh yeah it's cool. made out of recycled material and it uh-huh. blew up he sold his company now he's he's an employee of 
us. He's a consultant. <laughs> he helps with our finances. But I'm telling you, Kevin, business is hard. We're finally, finally starting to talk to investors. Like, I can't do it anymore. We have a lot of people interested. We've sent it out to so many people. We are, you know, we did quality control. We've met everybody we work with in the facilities and on the East mm -hmm. Coast. It's it's expensive to build things in the U.S. It's just keeping things sustainable is expensive. So it's like, I don't know if this business is, you know, to make money as much as it is to create something that we love, hopefully one day. That's great. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Tell me, how's your, how's your music? Thank God I'm working. <laughs> Have you been Are you doing singing? anything? Are you doing any? No. I'm, I'm out with the band. We're, we're playing uh, a lot of shows this fall. Um, around the country or like everywhere? All around the country, yeah. We're on our way. What's our next run? I think our next run is uh, maybe Texas, and then we're going down south, and we were just up in Maine a couple of days ago. So, yeah, we're, we're actually playing a lot. And, and the, the weird thing about being in a band is that the, the gigs get booked like oftentimes way in advance of when my acting gigs get booked. So I'm always a little bit stressed out because I say, well, if something's going to come through, then we're going to have to, you know, cancel a show or, or you know, or, or, or boot it down the road. And it's, it, or, or I'll have to be flying from someplace to another place to another place, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles. And uh, because of the strike, yeah, you know, it's, it's been, we've been just able to play all these shows and, and it, it's been great. I, I, I feel very grateful to have that. I think both of us, Kira and I, have kind of realized during this strike that we, 
we're for better or for worse we're kind of workaholics you know we really do like to work uh and uh so it's been a it's been a hole um that's the thing we create all these other worlds for ourselves on purpose or not on purpose and because we're we want to be creating and and i mean yes we're artists and we're actors but we're we're just we're artists so it's like that's many things like you have you traveling with your band and being able to finally say yes are you available yes can you do yes instead of trying to fit in every try to do it all in because there's only enough time in the day and so right now yeah i feel privileged too that we're on strike for a great reason we got to keep negotiating we've got to sort this out sooner than later because people need to work they definitely do What's the thing on the stage? Speaking of fulfilling yourself, it's uh, Shalma Louise the musical, and I've been working oh on it since. Honestly, I mean, oh, that is so exciting. But am I ready for that? Am I really? Is my body really ready to do? To the eight shows a week, of course it is. Is it though? Because I did that, and it was really great, and it was hard, and I didn't have any kids, and I mm-hmm. didn't live here on the farm full time. You were in, with Tommy, with your husband, right? Weren't you guys in a play together? Yeah. But this is music, and this is Broadway, so there was no mm. pressure to do off-Broadway and no music. This is music. I am going to be yeah. singing. If I lose my voice, I'm not going to be able to drink as much as I like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. And the kids don't go to school in the city, so it's just, am I ready for it? But I, I keep thinking, it's a dream come true. Every challenge has a rainbow at the end of it. And it's going to be amazing. I mean, God, I'm so excited. Do you, do you love, love, love the music that, that's yes. in, in the show? That's great. And so, do you, so you, have all, you have all the songs now, so you can, you can li- literally work on them all the time. Yeah, because we did. Well, they're probably changing because we only did two workshops. Have you ever done a musical? Mm-hmm. Never done a musical, no. I, I did one music. I did one show where it was about the Yale Whiffenpoofs, which was a uh, is the acapella acapella group at Yale. Yeah, we did a play probably in the I don't know the eighties or something like that in New York off Broadway, and uh, so they were singing in that, but it was definitely not a musical. So, so you have the songs. Is it the 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 work party? Are you are you feeling uh, like you really want to strengthen your voice? Is that the thing to make it through the eight shows? Stamina. I need stamina. Or seven shows or whatever. I also need yeah. to find my middle voice again. I mean, I, I've been training in a, in a different way for, with different music for so long for fun, mm. and then now I'm just getting back to like the Oz because there's a lot of Oz, and I hate singing. You know, we sing, uh-huh. we go in our middle voice and head voice. It's like oohs and e's are so easy, so I work on Oz. It's just, um, mm-hmm. Is it? Um, do this? Are the songs? Do they kind of sit in the pop rock world, or, or are they more traditional Broadway kind of stuff? Nico case. Uh-huh. So it's right. like all rock and folk. It's it's my dream. It's like it couldn't be better. Oh, that's so great. Because we had just, Tommy and I had just seen Nico Case at Levon Helm Studios. Which, have you played mm-hmm. there before? Yeah, we played there. Yeah, we played with uh, with Levon when he was alive. Oh, um, God, are you kidding me? Yeah, the, the Midnight Ramble, yeah. It was uh, quite an experience, you know. It's oh, a, it's shit. A, it, yeah, it's a great place for people that don't know. Levon had this uh, barn up up uh, in, in Woodstock. And, uh, it's in Woodstock, built. right? Yeah, yeah, it's in Woodstock. Yeah, yeah that he built. built. And um, 
you know, you got, we get the opportunity, bands would get the opportunity to go and essentially play in this, in this barn, um, to a, a small, but great <laughs> crowd, amazing sound. And then, uh, you're, you're kind of opening for, um, Levon in this case, it was, uh, Levon and, and, uh, Larry Campbell and, uh, a bunch of great players and, and, um, and then at the end of it, you get asked to sit in, and it was such a great experience. He's one of my favorite drummers, and I got to sit sort of like on the lean against this radiator that's that's against the wall behind him, and just and watch um, his amazing left hand and the stuff that his left hand was doing. And I, it was a it was a great night, great night for me. I actually acted with him uh, a few years ago many many years ago uh in a movie and and uh so we we kind of knew each other already but that was great anyway so go, so what did you see you saw what did you see up there at at that we saw Nico, oh, okay. yeah and it was incredible and and it was our first time at at, at levon hill studio and we sat there and it was just it was it, tommy's my husband is the biggest Nico Case fan, like of all time, for his birthday, I had his daughter learn. Our daughter, <laughs> sorry, his daughter, my daughter, our daughter. I had her learn. Um, I wish I was mm-hmm. the moon tonight, and she learned the entire thing. And and have and 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 that's like one of her, her best songs. And and the lyrics are crazy for wow. a six year old to be singing. Amazing. But I was working. I was doing my second workshop with Nico at the time. I was teaching my daughter the song and she listened I showed her the video of, of her practicing and she was just so blown away and she was like are you trying mm-hmm. to kill him and and I was like he's you know it's it, her her voice speaks to him and me and many people and it made people feel safer in the world Nico Case is a, like a a treasure a national treasure and and the fact that she's composing all of the music for this show is just so kismet and it makes me feel like this was like sent to me from God because I, you know, I can sing it and I feel connected to it in a way that I, I don't feel for it with a lot of people, a lot of musicians. And also I get to act and I get to play Thelma and I get to work with friends. You know, I Trip Coleman's directing beautiful theater director. Oh, yeah, he's and, great. Um, yeah, and so many wonderful people are part of it and Mandy who was ran Williamstown for a long time, who I'm, I'm friends with. And, and it's just like such a perfect little pocket of art for me to now fulfill That's be for great. myself. I can't so, wait to see that. When do you, when do you go into rehearsal? I think, um, well, we have our third workshop in November, which is a two week workshop. So we do all mm-hmm. of the songs again and everything again. And then and we have like most of our cast. And then um, I think we're, I, I think we're, Hoping for January 2025, because we need this next year to, you know, I mean, do, putting thing something new, putting a new musical out on Broadway is a, a, apparently <laughs> the process. Yeah. Yes, it is. I have yes, time it now. Is. Well, that's so exciting. Now, I want to just talk about your, uh, you grew up in Allentown, and um, I know that you, uh, you just have this great, great, deep love for animals did you have animals or ride horses when you were younger or any of that no you didn't you didn't grow up on a farm in Allentown no so what do you think it came out of I don't I I could truly don't know you're in a barn right now 
Yeah. Rip Barn. This is the like really this was an old stable, right. obviously. Uh, we made into these two rooms our guest oh, rooms. Nice. This is like the middle barn. The barn barn where that's actually over there. You can kind of see it um mm-hmm. right over right over there. That's like right. the barn. And that's you know, where where all the good stuff happens, where all the sick animals come in. When they need help. Um, oh, so you take animals in? I didn't. I didn't realize that you take. Like for your... instance, we're getting two new horses, and the fencing guys are here right now to to fix the third paddock, and we only have three, and we'll only ever have three. Um, and we always will always, you know, be at capacity. But everybody in the town kind of knows what our deal is. We'll take in animals who are very old, and they all pretty much pass away here. Mm-hmm. So it's a sanctuary, essentially. Um, okay. And we get retirees. So this retiree is coming. He's thirty years old. He's coming on this week, this weekend, once the fencing's done, and he's coming with a friend. A horse. A horse. A horse. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because you have you have some other stuff too. You have got goats. We um mainly it's like we can have as many mini horses as anyone can have because we have room. Uh huh. We have a retiree, um, a, a, a trail horse who's who's thirty and he's he was going to go off to auction, so we were just like, mm-hmm. he can come here. And then his friend, and but his friend is not retired. He's 10 years old, and he's in great health. Oh, good. So that's not that's not normal. We don't normally take in people who are mm-hmm. in great health. Do you get up on them ever? I mean, um, they sound like they're not they're 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 not sound. But but well, no, this guy is going to be the first sound guy. Oh, okay. It's 30 year olds. Oh, the 30 year old. Oh, the 10 year old. I wouldn't get on because I'm not mm-hmm. experienced enough. But. But he can be broken, and mm-hmm. he will be one day, hopefully. But the thirty-year-old is mm-hmm. the one that I'm going to put my kids on. Oh, nice! That's awesome. That's very exciting. And you have and you have goats and your beloved dog. My beloved dog and, and ducks. We've just taken in two more ducks. Ducks are a real pain. I don't recommend it. Do anybody? Do you have ducks? No chickens, but no ducks. Yeah, no ducks. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's uh, horrible. Okay. it's they're they're very very vicious to each other wow okay i didn't know that about ducks well i think that's a good uh uh, segue is is julie available to hop on with us hey hi julie you guys know each other yeah yes we do there's julie castle from best friends animal society julie thank you so much for joining amanda and me it's an honor to be here Big, big fans of both of your work. Thanks. Back at you. You too. You know, I was I was reading up about you and have just a what I find to be pretty fascinating um, journey into what it is that you do. So maybe just explain that. It's almost like you you got a you were on your way to law school and got a flat tire or something and ended up going into animal rescue. But uh, talk to me about Isn't that, that. How it happens. <laughs> you know, I think it's a measure of. Really, I, I don't want to sound too woo, but it's a measure of really being open to the universe, you know. And I was, I just graduated from college and my friends and I knew it was our last hurrah before graduate school. So <clears throat> we decided to take a trip to Mexico. And at the time I drove this really old 1979 Dodge Colt and it had a different color panel um, every panel was a different color because I'd been in so many accidents and we stayed uh-huh. down there until we ran out of money 
and we realized that we had just enough for a candy bar each and gas to drive 1800 miles back home. And we decided to drive straight through and my friend who was with us, she was a huge animal fan and she'd been donating to this small sanctuary in Southern Utah. She begged us mm -hmm. to stay, to stop at this sanctuary. None of us wanted to, we hadn't showered. Um, we were tired, we were fighting. Finally, we agreed to to stop just to kind of shut her up. And we pulled into this magnificent canyon, Red Rock Canyon, that in any other state would be a national park. And I was so taken by the spiritual nature of the place. I was taken by the founders and I was taken by the, uh, the ethic of no kill. I'd never heard of it before. Mm -hmm. And well, maybe you could just explain to us what that means. No, yeah, kill. no kill is really it's a philosophy. It's that every life has intrinsic value, and mm -hmm. every life that can be saved should be saved. In in pure data terms, it means we know that about ninety percent of all the animals that enter America's shelter system are savable. And that 10%, um, sometimes they need to be humanely euthanized. Either they're, they're too sick or injured, or maybe their behavior issues are too severe. And so that that's the pure definition of no-kill. But for us, it really is a philosophy. And so you, you, walked, you saw this animal sanctuary and you decided to just, that your life would take a different path? Or... So I, I saw this animal sanctuary. We pulled out of the sanctuary and I, I stopped the car at a gas station and put a couple of quarters in the payphone hmm. and called my dad and said, hey, I'm not going to the University of Virginia Law School. I'm moving to wow. Kanab, Utah. And I... How did, how did that... How did that uh, oh, he go? was... So happy for me. No, he really? was. <laughs> he oh, was, oh, okay. He was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Um, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't think he got over it for a, a decade because wow, we were, we were really, it was really hard scrabble stuff in the, those early days. You know, it was. I was making one hundred and eighty-three dollars every two weeks. Um, you know, we didn't really have an HR department. And or, that was in Kanab? That was in Kanab. And, and uh -huh. you were expected to do whatever it took just to keep the lights on and keep the animals fed. And so it was tough. It was a really, I mean, it's still tough in its own way, but, but back then. Were the majority of the animals horses? No, we had uh, about 700 dogs. 700 dogs? 500 cats. How do you keep, I can't, I can't imagine 700 dogs. Oh, it was crazy. So I was employee number 17. So there were 17 employees and then the founders. There were about 20 founders. So all told, there were about 40 people taking care of this massive wow. sanctuary. You know, the acreage back then was about 3,000 acres. Oh my God. Well, so so I, I, I've been to Kanab and I'm, I, I've, 
where I hear you have a pizza joint. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That I want to go to. Um, but it's hard for me to imagine that there's that many uh, animals even around there. It's, it's, it's not a very heavily populated part of the world. No, it's not. A, a heavy, Kanab is one of the <laughs> most sparsely populated places in America. So we've, we knew social distancing before it became a thing. trinity school of natural health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education that empowers communities trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey, we are so thrilled to share that Best Friends Animal Society is partnering with Warner Brothers Discovery for the 20th anniversary Puppy Bowl to help animals find their loving home and match donations to cover adoption fees for their pet life-saving centers nationwide from February 7th to the 14th. All you got to do is text PUPPY, that's P-U-P-P-Y, to 707070 or head to PuppyBowl.com to donate to double your impact or find a shelter near you. Watch Puppy Bowl on Animal Planet Sunday, February 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. We've got parrots and bunnies and pigs and horses and we have a whole wildlife department where we see golden eagles and bald eagles and hawks and deer and bobcat and all sorts of things. And what do you think about, um, uh, Amanda and I were speaking about um, her desire, I don't know how this works, to to actually kind of take her own property and try to make it and try to use it as a, uh, a, a obviously, I don't think you're going to be able to fit that many dogs at your place, will you? But 
but to try to use it as a you know a, a, a sanctuary is is that something that you can that people can actually look into doing and and that you you can help them with or or uh, you know navigating you were talking about navigating the, the governmental um, rules around that and the I'm, I'm curious about that yeah we have a whole course on that how to start oh wow amazing sanctuary where we go through all that for people um you know how to get your how to register for a 501c3 status um what legal support you need what your operating budget should look like basic animal care it, we go through the whole thing and we we get a lot of people that have come through that course over the years we've been doing it for about 30 years and our our whole premise is just to be generous generous with our experience with our knowledge with um the success that we've had we really really believe that passing that along to other organizations and people it just makes this community stronger as it, yeah, should, and as it should be people to like if they want to, if they really want to do this, take animals in, or at least advocating for animals at any at any cost, like just to get people, just to get it on their minds, to know that they can do that, because everybody can advocate for what they believe in, and especially animals, because they don't have voices. It's just like, I love that you're teaching people how to, how to save animals, like physically save them too, and bring them into their homes. It's like fostering is... Fostering is like one of the most incredible things that I've, I can, I, that humans can do because they take them in and, and until they're, they can find homes. And I think that's amazing too. Like you get people to really foster if they can't commit to these animals, they, they foster them, but then they also have to get rid of them and send them away to their forever home. And that's, it's like the most selfless thing it, to me I, that I feel like that you can do. And, and you guys are so good at advocating for that, too. Do people come to actually come to you and adopt off of off of the, the, the best friends? Yeah, they do. And, the, and the, our sanctuary holds a really special place because it really is the place where most animals that come here need that extra love or attention extra medical care, extra uh-huh. special needs. But we've got life-saving centers all over the country because okay, I see. broader goal is to end the killing of shelter pets by 2025. Mm-hmm. And so the bulk of our adoptions take place in one of those centers or through our network partners Okay, at about 4,400 now. So and. And do you do it also online? Do people go and look look for look at animals online yeah. and, and come from other places? Because, like you said, I mean, there's so few people in Kanab, for instance, that that you know, uh, or 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 do most of the animals in Kanab just kind of stay there? No, no, and oh, it's they come. this like destination location for people. So I want to go. I really want to go. Not that I need. I don't need any more animals, <laughs> but I would like to go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how many people see yeah. it online, see an animal that what they want to meet, and they travel all the way out to Canab, fall in love, wow. have a new family member. I want to ask you both something, um, Amanda, we can start with you. And uh, Okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. I'm the youngest of six, and to me, 
this is a re- this really is kind of a head scratcher for me. Um, the, with all of my brothers and sisters, the desire to uh, be around animals, be comfortable with animals, um, have animals, it goes from I don't want to ever see any animals in my life to a complete obsession with um, one of my sisters you know has 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 always had multiple dogs sometimes four at a time and is just you know obsessed with her dogs full time and i'm just wondering i mean because both of you actually clearly care deeply about you know all these these creatures what do you think it is that makes somebody feel that way about them or not? Because I can't figure it out for myself and I can't figure it out for the people in my family. It's almost like it feels like nature talks through animals more than they do human, more than it does humans. I guess because animals are simpler and you, it's easier to trust maybe. Maybe there's just a, maybe you feel closer to God with them. For me, I feel, I feel closer to nature I feel like the energy from an animal gives me a sense of belonging in the world. I don't, I, I, I'm, I still can't make sense of it. So I can't really answer your question. I just know how I mm. feel when I'm around them and how mm. I feel when they're hurt. And I think that they never would, they just don't, they, they need our help. They don't deserve it. They don't, uh, uh, to see an animal in pain is just like, I have to inter. You have mm. to intervene um, because mm. they need they most neatly need it. Um, it's up to them, I guess. But if like, especially if you can, you know, intervene and 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 uh, help them, you should. But it's just I, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel I feel like I'm more fulfilled. Maybe it's just like a like a selfish need, but also like. There's a symbiosis happening, you know, when I'm in the mornings when I go out and feed. It's just, even if the mini's trying to kick me, I can't fault them for any, they're just innocent. Your mini's try to kick you? It's just the Juan, the guy, he's, he's, he's had a really hard life. And it's not his fault. So it's just like, I have to be careful around him, you know, and it, um, yeah, he really whips. He's very, um, no, but they couldn't walk when they got here. So they, it's just oh, wow. like. Wow. There's just something so incredible, and you know this in a Julie. You like the impact that you had for like millions of them. It's just like you you know there's a spiritual level to caring for animals and being around them, being in their presence. That like really just uh, yeah. How about for you, Julie? You know, I mean, I feel like it's uh, almost some of it. I think is your proximate location to animals growing up, and I think. Mm-hmm. The younger you're exposed, the the younger you're exposed, the the more quickly that develops. It's almost like a sixth sense. And you know, you hear people talk about developing that sixth sense. I think with animals, that bond is so powerful once you experience it because the it's almost on a different plane to me. It's like there's no judgment, there's no um, these are special beings that we inhabit the earth with. And for us to think that somehow we're the, um, you know, we are the elevated being on this planet, I think 
for obvious reasons, you know, we, we gravitate to what, toward that, but at the end of the day, it's quite arrogant to place ourselves on this different level when the reality is we are all connected. You have a, you have a goal in 2025. Can you talk to us about that? Oh, it's so like, this is, this is what gets me up in the morning. You know, when you think about (laughs) these founders that started this organization and this sanctuary in the middle of nowhere, really smart people. Um, and they, they just ask the simple question, why, why as a society have we chosen to round up animals, put them in a shelter and exterminate them? It's just such a, the practice was crazy. And, you know, it's something that had been going on for 110 years by the time they rolled around. And so their idea was so radical and novel, but so simple. And so so I can't even imagine that today, because back then, the estimation was 17 to 20 million animals were dying every day in America's shelters. We have gotten wow. that number down to 385,000. Oh, my. Wow, that's incredible. Inc- to think about a lot of these founders are still alive and active in the organization and to imagine that you could bookend actually changing the world in your lifetime starting this movement and then seeing it you know get across the finish line i just marvel at that for real and so you think okay there's 380,000 animals that are still dying that's a thousand a day roughly it's a lot it's like uh, 43 an hour or something. And how do you decide who goes and who stays? It's just like, I can't imagine being in that position. Yeah, I mean, That's tough. what needs to happen. Like, what, how, how does it get that bad? Because there's just no room. I, it's, it's a combination of factors. You know, some of these shelters that we work with, we, we worked with one in a, a fairly decently sized city. Um, this was right before COVID. We... We have programs all over the country. We walked into the shelter, 30,000 animals were coming in every year, 26,000 were dying. And within a year and a half, we had taken that shelter from, you know, saving 4,000 lives a year to completely getting them to 90% and they have never gone back. And that's the beautiful thing. It's a combination of letting the public public know you're there, really marketing these animals to the public because 17 million people are going to get a pet this year. We know that for a fact. Mm. That, that gap, that delta between 17 million and 385, is this is not rocket science. Like we're talking about putting people on Mars and we can't figure this out. There's something. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a fascinating statistic. Um, is there a, uh, some place that people can go uh, either to, uh, learn about the work you're doing or, or to find, to find an animal? Um, you know, it's, uh, this is, this is, this is the moment for the call to action. Yeah. We've got two years left to, to solve this. We're all, we're all in, we're all working very hard. You can go to bestfriends.org 
there's so many different ways to get involved. Amanda mentioned fostering, which immediately saves a life. There, we have an action team that helps locally. We've got a network of rescues and shelters that's 4,400 strong that we support every single day and that you know we hope others support through volunteering and donating. Um, but you can go on our website, you can see all of our adoptable animals and there, there's a lot of different ways you can get involved even if you don't have the time. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, 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 I love what you're doing, you know, uh, on behalf of, let's say, Doc and um, Norma Jean and Jolene and Apollo and June and Johnny and Lucy and Little Ricky and Desi Jr. and uh, uh, Sharona and Kate, whom I forget. <laughs> thank you. They just they wanted me to say thank you for all all that what you're doing. It's 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 really amazing. Um, thank you. And both of you keep up the good work. I, I, Amanda, I hope that you can um, continue to to uh, you know to work this 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 angle of taking in animals that that need help. I've 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 so enjoyed my time with best friend. I always it's always such a celebration instead of I mean. You look at the numbers and they're harrowing and it's really upsetting to know, yes, it's 300, it's it's less than half are being euthanized, but it's still so many. Like the, it's not ignoring that fact, but it's also celebrating the fact that we're, you're going in the right direction and you are, and nobody's stopping. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, it's coming up and it's every day. I, I, I know how, how, how much you love your job and it really rubs off. Well, thank you. And we're grateful for your support. And, you know, it's, uh, I, I think there's an authenticity to you that, um, that I really gravitate toward. I know a lot of people do. There's just this, you know, really special message that you have to deliver about just about anything you talk about. So it's very cool to, hmm. you know, have both of you support this cause so deeply and and I'm super grateful and I think it's a at the end of the day it really is a noble cause like it's a, it's it's one of those that you know there's no there's no divide to it really there's no politics around it in terms of um you know when 80% of Americans have a, a pet at home you know, it's a, it's a, it's one of those rare causes that so many different people get behind. And it's just a true honor for me to do this. Like, I feel like this work is not, I didn't choose this. This is, it's like what you said earlier. Um, I, I kind of just walked into this and, and I, I feel like I'm really not, it's, it, it it's it's at some other hand whatever that mm -hmm. may be awesome well thank you guys so much for being here i really do appreciate your time it's so nice to hear yeah. your voice and see your face and... yeah back at you back at you and i think it's very very fitting that uh, you did this interview from a barn <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Six Degrees with Kevin Bacon. And if you want to learn more about the Best Friends Animal Society and all that incredible work that they are up to, head to their website, bestfriends.org. That's bestfriends.org. You can find all the links in our show notes. And if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to the show and tune in to the rest of our episodes. You can find Six Degrees with Kevin Bacon on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. If you are inspired by today's episode, please join us in supporting SixDegrees.org by texting the word BACON to 707070. Your gift empowers us to continue to produce programs that highlight the incredible work of everyday heroes, while also enabling us to provide essential resources to those that need it the most. Once again, text B-A-C-O-N to 707070 or visit SixDegrees.org to learn more. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.